0: Always play by the rules, but somehow it seems to work out in the end. Go figure. We talk mutants on today's best of list. Let's go. All right, everyone. Welcome back, all of you nerds and geeks who are listening. We appreciate it out there in the interwebs land. I am your host, Rob, from Alt Universe, and this is another episode of Alt Universe Best of List. Best of lists are basically countdowns of particular things, no particular order, rhyme, or reason. Just a list of things that we want for today's topic. And back from the Dark Phoenix battle, we have our awesome buddy, Andy from Geek Salad. Hey, hey. Oh, You jumped the gun, didn't you? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry about that. What's
1: up, children of the (laughs) atom?
0: We won't go into that right now. We have some issues on the side, but it's okay. So... (laughs) Um, that being said, we're going to jump in and talk about some uh, Omega-level mutants that need to be stopped. Now, really quickly, for those out there, what exactly is Omega-level? Do you know that? Um,
1: I, I actually do. An Omega-level mutant is classified as a mutant with, like, an extreme no, no limit to their power ability. Um, not. All mutants are Omega mutants. Um, there, are, there are very few that, like, and one, and one of the ones we're going we're gonna to discuss, only one of their abilities is Omega level.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: So, um, but essentially, the reason why you would want to have a cadre of Sentinels after them is because they. Without limit, there is no control, and you got to control them, or else uh, humanity might just die.
0: That is fair enough reasoning. All right, then. Well, then, on that fun note, let's pop into our first one. And this one I put on because this is a fairly known character uh, from all the way back, uh, actually, I believe, in Spider-Man and Friends, I think. Um, He goes back to X-Men number one. Oh, that is true. That is true, too. All right, I did forget Spider-Man came afterwards. All right, fair enough. So we're going to use Iceman. Um, so obviously, we're going to go through each one and discuss their powers and their, you know, the strength behind the reason why they need to be stopped. So what is his Omega-level power, first off?
1: Iceman's Omega-level power is that he can actually... He is actually controlling the Earth's temperature, through his power. What makes him dangerous is that he can actually drop the core temperature of a human being below freezing and kill them.
0: Okay, so I was going to bring that up. So, Because for, for those who know, obviously temperature is a big uh, part of his powers, but, I, but I'm glad you actually you answered my question before I asked it. So, basically, the temperature is not just minimal. It's basically worldwide, is what you're saying. Right. He's not just
1: the the happy snowman from the original X-Men comic book.
0: Okay. So, in reality, then, um, I mean, obviously, I think you've already answered this one, too. The, The main reason to stop him is because he could basically send us another Ice Age, right? Yes. Okay. So... Fair enough, and what's kind of funny is he hasn't really been given his full potential yet, so we'll see in the future movies and shows if he does, because at this point, he's not really useful to what they're using him for, I think. He could definitely be used better, but it is what it is for the moment, and obviously you have to make it entertaining, and if you make him kill the entire population, that kind of ruins people's morale. So, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. All right, so Iceman's a great way to start. Moving on, and this actually pops into my funny introduction from earlier, we're going to go with the ever-loved Jean Grey. Um, so not, you know, obviously we're going to push aside the films and stuff like that. What, what is the generic power that makes her Omega, but in a way that can be understood by, by regular people?
1: If I'm not mistaken, she's an Omega-level telekinetic. Correct. Right.
0: Not a telepath. That, that's well. That, that's what I, my my confusion was at first because I, when when you dictionary define telekinesis and telepathy, there's a lot of similarities in the word, but for this purpose, I believe telekinesis is a higher power than telepathy according to the comic books.
1: Yes. Yeah. They so. are they, the powers, The abilities themselves are two very different things.
0: No, okay, the abilities, yes, but as far as words go, they do cover the same the same format. But yes, telekinesis and telepathy uh, as a term are two separate. I just want I just wanted to specify that dictionary-wise, because of the beginning of the word and the meaning, they do share many similarities. That's all I was saying right there.
1: Right, right. And that's what, that's where what my confusion is too as to which one actually is uh the omega-level. Uh, power.
0: I, I'm going to say you're right. I'm going to say telekinesis because I believe, and I know he's not on the list now, but I believe when it comes to Xavier, he has the similar thing, which makes him also high up there, but he has a different, or he uses it in a different format. So I guess the best way to discuss her is, for those who know the Dark Phoenix saga, what, why was she so deadly with that With that, with that strength and the telekinesis, like you know, obviously, as the Dark Phoenix, that's a different story, right? But her telekinesis still makes her—I don't know—deadly to the world. I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, for most people, telekinesis is just the ability to mentally lift things.
0: Ah, Um, Okay, all right.
1: And why she needs to be stopped is that if you are that level of a telekinetic, you're not just, I'm not just calling a book over to me using telekinesis. I can use that ability to essentially split apart, to pull apart the atoms in your body.
0: Oh, that's fine.
1: And if you're, and this is actually something that if you take a really deep dive into X3, X-Men The Last Stand, um, you'll never hear me say that combination of words again, Every time, like, at the end, when all of those blocks were being torn apart, that's what it was. It was extreme telekinesis. That was essentially just breaking them apart.
0: All right, fair enough. Now, a lot of people will probably ask, she's only really super strong when she's Dark Phoenix. But is that necessarily true? Is she no. super powerful as a regular character?
1: Yeah, I think that unchecked... The, the, the problem with the Phoenix, the, the Phoenix ability... Is outside of like the huge Firebird, which is more of an illusion than anything else.
0: Right,
1: you know the the Phoenix, the Phoenix Force essentially is her. It's her id and her ego. It allow it. It delves deeper into her wants and needs than Jean Gray, the normal decent human being, would ever ever do. So she has those abilities. She just doesn't unlock them unless there's just this interior force telling her to do it.
0: Okay, so she, Okay, so she's kind of a weird one too, kind of like Iceman, because they're both obviously on the good side anyway, so you wouldn't see them necessarily do this on purpose. But I guess in, if in the wrong hands, such as the Phoenix Force, she, she's able to do a lot of damage. Um, whether it's voluntary or not it's just it's just her I guess (laughs) I I don't know she's a weird one she's she's definitely always been a weird character for me but you know and again she hasn't really been fully portrayed well so we'll see if maybe they use her power better in the next set of shows and and such Um, but moving to the next one who does have a show I think the show is still on I'm not sure Uh, They're in the the midst of their final season. Final season, all right. Uh, Amongst other ones with the telekinesis, telepathy type of thing, we have Legion, and just a caveat before we answer the question, he also is the offspring of Xavier. So when answering the question, you know, keep in mind, people might say, well, is he strong because of Xavier or is he strong in his own mind? So first off, what's his uh, specific power, Omega?
1: I I believe... That his actual omega power is the ability is the ability
0: to warp reality. Okay, so the, and that that seems to compare more to Xavier's stuff as well because Xavier does have a way to manipulate stuff I mean, or yeah uh, the mind. So that being said, with the with the manipulation, I guess he you know yes he is he is the spawn or offspring of of Xavier, but. Would he? I mean, okay. It's obviously hard to ask this question because he's already given a, a backstory. Is he any better because of Xavier, or is it just kind of like because he's in that lineage, he's automatically going to have this power, and then he just has to learn how to make it stronger? Or how, you know, how does it work?
1: Well, the issue with, with with Legion is that yeah, he's got the he's got the he's a chip off the Xavier block in terms of having the. Um, the, the mental abilities. the thing with Legion is that he's a fractured person. Um, he has multiple personalities, and right. that really like like we we're talking about with the Phoenix force earlier is that it makes him more dangerous because there there's no control if you're not telling the right person or teaching the right one of the personalities how to con- how to control their ability. so reality warping as another character because he can also he can also shapeshift that's it just it's this whole like it's just these these puzzle pieces that don't have matching pieces that make him such a, a powerful mutant and if if you've seen the show on fxx um they really they they do a lot of that. The show itself, and I've, I've, unfortunately, I've only seen the first season. Um, but it's very the, the way it's so surreal and so um, it's just such a it's just such a mind blow in terms of all the stuff that can happen in the, in the realms of a certain episode is because of this uh, reality warping and that he he's essentially portraying multiple people in one body.
0: Okay, so huh. Interesting. Interesting way of looking at it. Um, so, in a way, his multiple personalities kind of make it that much stronger because you don't really know who you're dealing with at any one point. More or yeah. less. Like. Okay. All right. So he. All right. So thus far, I think he's probably on my my number one so far, probably the strongest. Maybe just by way of because he has different personalities. I think if he was just a regular character he may not be as super strong. You know? Right.
1: I mean, if you go to his Wikipedia page, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different
0: abilities. Okay. All right. So, I mean, you know, as they say, more is better than, than one. So I, I, <laughs> I guess it works in his favor, even if it's not necessarily the greatest, it does, it, it, it that elevates the power times a hundred or whatever, because it, You know, like you said, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what they're thinking because, you know, you don't know which one they are at that moment. So, yeah, you know, and that by itself could be the omega-2 in a way because the the ability to be multiple at once is kind of a power in itself because you're just kind of like, you know – it's only, it's kinda like in an endgame when, you know, when Banner finally says I got the best of both worlds in one, he finally was able to put them together for the best use ever. Now, not only does he have the Hulk strength, but he's also got the banner mind. So he's like the he's literally the best version of the Hulk, because he's got everything in there. So right. you know, in a way, if Legion knew how to combine it all in one, he probably would be even more superpowered because you know, you can only, and we're going to get to somebody later who has ridiculous amount of power to the point of kind of stupidity, but you know, it, it, it's definitely a thought to, to think about while we're going through these. Um, yeah. These All right. So, moving from somewhat of a good guy to a bad guy, we couldn't leave out Mr. Magneto. Um, uh-huh. so, um, so, first off, what is his specific Omega level uh, power?
1: Um, the ability to manipulate magnetic fields.
0: So his regular power is also his Omega then? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I knew we weren't going to have a lot to, you know, we, I think we did Magneto before too, or I did it with somebody else as well. He's, he's, he's already strong as it is. Calling Omega is kind of overkill in a way because Magneto has very few issues and weaknesses, so to speak. Um, but, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it on there, but I guess the best one is, is it because of the what he can do to the world or is it because of what he can do to people, like what what's the worse off situation?
1: I mean, the, the worst off situation with Magneto is that you can actually, he, he, what he can do to a human being just based on just the, the sheer minerals in your body. Is is pretty terrifying. I know they they kind of had like a, um, they kind of played that up a little bit in X two, uh, where they injected that guy with iron. Um, but the most you know, part, you you do have iron in your body, be it fillings or right. joints, or you know, in the case of Wolverine, adamantium. But you right. do have like there's there you know iron high blood, which can be manipulated. I mean. For the most part, if, if I'm looking at this list, m- the majority of these characters have multiple secondary and tertiary abilities, but they're just kind of the best of the best of the best of the best in that one omega ability. And with Magneto, you know, there are plenty of, of super villains and superheroes that can manipulate metal. Right. This, this dude is working on, on like five other levels. He, you know, he is well above any of their pay grades in terms of um, being the true master of magnetism. And the fact that he can actually create things out of it, he can can do that, is just, it's insane. And just, he's a very dangerous
0: character. So in a weird way, though, if you took that away, he really wouldn't be much, huh? Like, what makes him so strong is really only a reason why he is strong. Like, I don't know, that's what I think when I think of him. Like he he's super strong, he's super great, but if you get rid of that one aspect, he really doesn't have much.
1: No, he does have some minor um telepathy but I
0: mean, Yeah, he, he but I mean as far as like the true strength of him, I don't know oh, yeah. if the no. powers would hold up, you know, in it's battle. In the name. It's just it's it in the name. I mean I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's it just it's just a thought that came to mind right this second, like. He's yeah. super strong and super great but if you take it away from him he's got nothing like there'd be no point to have him in the universe like he would just be a regular person. So I don't know. I guess that's something to think about too. Like what you just what you said makes sense. These guys are the best of the best in their in their forte. But on the other hand, I'm playing devil's advocate. If you take away these things, they're pretty much not worth having as a character. But but again, you know, this is comics, nothing makes sense. So Comics are weird, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm
1: one of those people though, that that firmly believes that if you, you had okay so this is going to be I don't I don't tend to dip back to the X3 well a lot, but um especially twice in one show. Um but that cure, like the that cure bullet that they were using, I don't believe an omega level mutant would be affected by that or as badly. They might they might see a Decline in their abilities until it comes back, like they showed in um, the, the you know one of the end scenes of right. that terrible movie. But I don't, I, you know, if your power is that great, I don't think that a serum is going to completely negate that from um, from your deck of cards.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I mean, you know, I again, it's all it's all made up and sometimes really stupid and silly, but. What are we do? We extra- like- I'm sorry. She's a terrible movie. <laughs> I-, I was just gonna say we're nerds. We still love it anyway. So you know, continue being stupid and silly comics. We love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So moving back to the good side, uh, though yeah. I think she might have been bad for a little while, but she's mainly good. Uh, Storm, which some people are like, why the hell is she on here? But you know, she is legit Omega. Um, so why of all the other good X Men, good guy X Men, why is she? You know, what's her deal? Why is she Omega?
1: She's Omega because she essentially is the human version of Four. She can manipulate the Earth's climate forces, and it's okay. the, the, you get back to that definition of Omega. There's no limit to that power. So while you might get somebody who can in, manipulate lightning strikes or somebody that can make it rain, she can She can bring down the thunder and the lightning. And Nobody the hammer. to Thor. Exactly, exactly. She's the mortal version of Thor. Um, and, you know, interestingly, because when she was introduced, she was mistaken for a goddess. Well, and, and
0: I'm also thinking of the one issue where she, quote-unquote, was able to lift the hammer, like, not officially, but she could do it anyway, so... You know, yeah. It, okay. So, I, so for this, okay. So you know, we like talked how Iceman could you know lower the temperature of everything. It seems kind of silly that her you know her her claim to fame fame would be to like you know destroy the world of natural disasters. It, but that that's really what she would do, right? I mean, that's her big deal. Like she'd be able to basically blow the world up with hurricanes and earthquakes and. Whatever, I mean, I guess that's her thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you could control atmospheric temperature and atmospheric behaviors, you could bring, I mean, you could bring massive hurricanes. You could essentially suck the ocean dry, and just just sink continents. That's fine with her with her abilities. Um, and that's that's if, if you know, you're we're lucky that she's on our side.
0: That's true. Uh, very, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> um, okay, so now this one's going to be interesting because, yeah. Um, Franklin Richards.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Um, okay, so I, I don't want to get too in-depth because a lot of people don't know. Yeah, we're just going to try to be as you know simple as we can. So the son of Reed Richards, correct? Mhm. Um honestly the way I always say is basically the power to do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> because for some reason Stanley and the rest of them decided to make this child like super person. <laughs> um <laughs> why why <Y-L-Y>. why? <laughs> All right, I'm sending it over to you. What the hell? What is up with this guy?
1: All right, so Franklin Richards, according to Wikipedia, has nine separately listed abilities here.
0: Oh, lovely, okay.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna assume that the matter and energy manipulation, which is at the top of the list here, is his omega ability, but Mr. Franklin Richards also has uh, energy projection psionic abilities such as telekinesis, telepathy, astral projection, and precognition. Teleportation. Immortality. And he created a pocket
0: universe. I have no words. Um, why have we not killed this character off yet?
1: Um, because immortality is number eight on this list. Oh, of, that's true. Uh, right. is,
0: that's true. We can't. God damn it. Kill him. Um, you can't kill him. Okay, so... Okay, so just very simply, what, you know, what, what do you think, what, what is his purpose of being there? You know, obviously Reed Richards, his character, super smart, worked with all of that stuff too. You know, what, why, what, what were the comic books thinking when they created this, like, creature of <laughs>
1: reckoning? I, I think in terms of what they were thinking of in the comic books, um, and this is actually, this is kind of in, in my wheelhouse, of when I was really super into comics. Franklin Richards is a great storytelling device because he's got the power of a god in the body of a five-year-old child. And whenever he lets loose on a power or loses control of the power, it's, it's tragic because you can't, you can't physically stop a child. You can't, you know, without killing them or, you know, as we learned, can't kill them. Um, but it's just one of those things that to, to, have to deal with the heartbreak that a mother and father, you know, reading Sue Richards right. have about how just insanely powered their child is, makes for some really good storytelling. And, um, it's just one of those things that, you know, over the years, you know, I stopped reading comic books, I've kind of lost track of of all of Franklin Richards' abilities but sweet Jesus there are a lot
0: of abilities so, here. So obviously you guys out there know why we put this character on here. I mean he 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 he's kind of even overpowered even to talk about because there's so much about this kid. It's it's a little ridiculous but but being that we're talking about our picks for Omega, you know, we we had to put him on there because we had to that's just the rule um okay so we'll move away from him and we're going to end with two that are a little less disturbing than this one uh one of which i think you took you spoke about our last one that we did together personally um vulcan so remind me again his uh, power and why he needs to be eliminated
1: Okay, I'm actually pulling that up right now because for the life of me, I can't remember what his actual powers are. So Vulcan, a.k.a. Gabriel Summers, who is the long-lost third Summers brother, um, has the following abilities, okay? Again, why, why he is an Omega-level mutant. Vast energy absorption, manipulation, transformation, and projection. I'm going to guess that's the Omega ability. Probably light Force Field mani- uh, Projection Manipulation, Life Support, and Limited Regeneration, Variable Energy Blast, Limited Superpower Replication and Repression, Energy Siphon and Disruption, Control of the Reality, and Psionic Resistance. So that means that he is essentially just like um, Havoc and just like Cyclops. He, he's, a bla- he's one of your, bla- your typical Blaster characters. However, he absorbs energy as well and then can project that out. Um, the psionic resistance is quite an interesting little side power to have because um, the big guns in the X-Men can't do anything to him because he he's, he's essentially got an, a, an immunity to mental attacks.
0: So not only is he super strong, but he's also mentally strong. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess a good question for him would be what – why? How did? He, why was he endowed? Do we know with it versus, let's say, Cyclops, who was a much more popular character uh, from the get-go, well, or was it this, just really good storytelling?
1: Well, again, it's really good storytelling. I mean, every every hero has that villain that's the dark version of themselves, right. and you know, obviously, you know, your your long lost brother has the exact same powers as you, except. You know, I'm just, I'm just struck here that they actually use the term "vast energy absorption." That that essentially means that you could absorb nuclear power and just project it back out, um, which is well, just. That, I'm sorry, i didn't mean to cut you off, but that's kind of like what happened with the Phoenix
0: Force too. She sucked in the amount of power that would kill even a regular mutant, probably. Right. So, con- yeah, continue.
1: All right, I was just gonna say that. I mean, but he makes a—he does make a compelling villain because he's just—he's the 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 scarred tails on, on opposite to Cyclops's coin, um, which makes him a, just an incredible villain. The fact of the matter is also that he was the first Summers brother to get sent to go. And this is what we mentioned last time about when we talked about the X Men. Vulcan was on the team that was sent originally to go rescue the mulins from Krakoa and was lost.
0: Ah, uh, okay. That's why. That's what it was. Well, I guess that would get me pissed off, too, to be lost and then come back and be like, I'm going to be evil now because you guys left me. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's fair enough. And then we'll just continue on the last one because this, she is also a Summers family member. We're going to talk about Little Hope. Uh, who most of you guys, when you hear that name, you immediately think of Cable, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about for a minute. But um, what's the deal with uh, Hope Summers?
1: Okay, so Ho- Hope Summers' abilities are power mimicry, power activation,
0: and controls
1: of the five lights, which is um, the lights, the events second coming. It is a it's an ability that I did not know about that is showing up right now on Wikipedia. Um the power absorption uh, – sorry, the the, the power the ability to mimic powers is – I love when characters can do this because it's used sparingly in terms of you're going to write a character's power mimicry. So she can essentially see somebody use an ability. Uh, for example, let's just use the Cyclops as an example. Cyclops okay. has optic blasts. She can mimic the optic blasts, but she has control over that. Um, she can mimic Rogue's ability to drain power. She can manipulate all of this ability, and if she is an Omega level, that's what she's the Omega level on because there's no limit. She isn't going to go so far mimicking Magneto's powers that it would kill her.
0: Okay, and then I, and then I guess kind of like on the Franklin Richards thing, being that she's a child, does that kind of play into the... I don't know, I don't want to call it a tra- tragic story, but does that also...
1: She's, she's a little different, because, I mean, and, and, you know, if you want to talk about Cable, here's where you want to talk about him. Scott Summers' children are essentially all split off of, a di- of differential differentiating timelines. Right. Scott Summers, I believe, is the daughter of Scott and Jean,
0: yeah, I think you're right.
1: And Cable is the daughter of Scott and Madeline Pryor, also known as the Goblin Queen. Um, so you just have like these, all of Scott's children are timeline splits. Uh, Rachel Summers from the, the mid-80s and 90s X-Men, again, daughter of, of, of Scott and Jean, but from the, the fractured timeline of the Days of Futures Past.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: So... That's what makes for an interesting character because he just has a lot of kids just running around with daddy issues and mommy issues. He he, he needs to get a vasectomy.
0: Uh, well,
1: yeah, but after after his turn in X Men versus Avengers, uh, probably not going to happen because he's insane.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, well that's fun too. <laughs> uh, um, don't we have an island to put those people on at that point? Like just ship them off to somewhere. Send them off to the Jurassic Park island. Have them have fun with the dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> They've got yeah. Madripoor now. Huh? They've got Madripoor. Oh, there you go. Um, okay, so I um, I was like when I was doing the when you sent me the article earlier, I was doing the research. I was surprised. I didn't realize so many were because when you when you watch them or you read them, you don't really assume anything other than they're just powerful characters. Um, I would you know, I don't know if like Wolverine is on the list, but to me, he seems super omega in a way just because of you know his attitude, his abilities. But you know, it turns out he's not necessarily on this particular kind of list. So
1: Well his his abilities are more internal abilities than external
0: yeah.
1: abilities. Every single one of these people that we mentioned has a power that can be projected upon an unwinning public. Wolverine isn't going to unleash his healing ability. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would just be weird. I, I don't, know. I I don't know how that say works. It so.
1: Like that though. I'm going to le- unleash my my unlimited uh, healing
0: ability, bub. <laughs> he just had to have the, throw the word last word in there, didn't you? Um, uh,
1: I'm a comic book nerd. What do you expect? That's what I, that's what I live
0: for. Uh, all, right, all right, yeah, you, yeah you, you make a point. So. Um yeah, it was still interesting though because there's so many of these characters. I I still don't really I don't picture them as like Omega, but now that I'm gonna see them again, I'd be like, huh, all right. I'm gonna look at you a different way. But um there were a few, like Jean, uh Legion, uh stuff like that, who I knew were, were pretty powerful. So I, I'm not too surprised they're there. Uh Magneto obviously as well. Um but yeah, I'm gonna say probably off of this list, my favorite for today is gonna probably have to be Gene because it already was as far as Omega goes. Uh, and this just proved it even more. Um, so which one is your favorite from this list?
1: I got to, honestly, man, I got to go with Legion.
0: On okay, that's true. That, that's um, my runner-up, so I like that.
1: <laughs> it's just such a, it just, the abilities are so cool. And the character has really grown on me because I remember him when he, when he appeared in New Mutants and when he appeared in Secret Wars 2. And it's just, wow. What, it's just the growth that characters had in the last 30 years has just been insane. For sure. And,
0: and who knows? I mean, I know his show is ending there. Who knows if we'll see him in the MCU. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but we will, have, we do have a lot of X-Men stuff coming. So maybe these characters we talked about will show up in some form. You never know. Right? Exactly. Um, all right, so that is the end of this list. We hope you guys enjoyed. Before we sign off, i uh, going to shout you out. What is your uh, next episode going to cover?
1: All right, so actually tonight, uh, the Geek Salad team returns to the studio to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Monty Python's Flying Circus.
0: Ooh, I, I actually remember that
1: one. Oh my god! This has been this is one of those episodes. I do a ton of research beforehand because I gotta familiarize myself with it. Um, it should be available in like two weeks after we do all the audio drops, so you can remember them as well with us. Um, it is a insanely fun episode. Um, I, I, I'm looking really looking forward to this. If you haven't listened to our show, our most current episode on. Are uh, on our site and available through all your various listening accoutrements, um Is our Mar- our MCU twenty five top moments, which are Rob actually graciously appeared on. Woo! So yes, we had a lot. We did an insane amount of t- fun with that one, and we have uh, movie reviews on our YouTube page. So you can go to just type in Geek Salad at YouTube. Uh, currently, we have a review for The Dark Crystal up, and later this week we're going to be uh, reviewing uh, Labyrinth. For our retro movie reviews, so definitely check all that fun stuff out. Nice, and you can guys, follow guys. Us on Twitter, Twitter at Geek Salad Radio, please.
0: <laughs> Had to throw that in there. All right, uh, you guys out? Like you got a lot of busies going on. I will, as always, link you guys up at the bottom of this podcast when it is um, sent out. Thank you for those who haven't followed. We, Ultraverse, put two episodes out every week. Some short, some long. Sometimes it's me by myself because you know people got lives and work and whatever. Sometimes I got guests like the wonderful Andy, who will be back again. I think I got you coming back uh, either the rest of this month or in October. I don't know. I will check. Uh, But you will definitely be back for sure. You are stuck with us forever. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't checked us out, we've had a lot of stuff that we've gotten going on. We did a little Spider-Man. We did a little Hugh Jackman. We did a little uh, Disney+. Plus. We just did a little of everything because – We can't make up our mind. It's ADD galore over here (laughs) at the Ultra Universe. Um, But, yeah, with that being said, thank you again for being on. No Uh, no problem. Thank you. uh, Always a pleasure. And as always, you guys, uh, enjoy the rest of your week and stay nerdy.